You are listening to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. I mean, I mean more so this, like a buddy made the comment to me before, it's, it's an old saying, iron sharpens iron. Correct. You know, and it's like, we want to get, we want to get sharp. We want to stay lit, you know, like we want to stay up. We want to be bright. And I think that a major way to do that is to stay connected and to engage with other people um, who aren't like us. You know, we have differences, but we're, we're all sort of striving for the same thing, but our right. differences sort of like bring out you know, they, they bring out the similarities, they bring out the best in each other and it keeps us motivated and competitive and, and these sort of things. Totally. Totally. I mean, for myself, um, the most valuable I have for myself, I'm recording now, so I, you, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. We'll just let that fly. You did great. So we'll let that fly. It's very important, man, because what happens is people, they fall into this habit of laziness where they don't pursue things mm -hmm. that are gonna you know that, that are gonna help them so they're afraid of adversity basically i know that we spoke before and you told me about some adversities that you had to deal with yourself at a young age and you when you mm -hmm. decide for your own direction which i remember that and that's that's uh it's it's important that you especially at a young age that you see what that adversity is really about you see who your friends are you see what life is about and how you're gonna make it through to the next day type shit. Yeah, well, and, and I think that in facing adversity, we learn a couple of things. One is how to face defeat. Um, and furthermore, learning how to get back up, which I think is, is majorly important. Uh, and two is also how great we feel when we face adversity and we actually succeed. So, Alan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. So this one, yeah. my listeners, cause we're, the podcast already started a few minutes ago, so we might as well. Oh, right we already warmed up talking. So tell us about who you are, what you do, and yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, my name is Alan Turton. I'm an artist living in basically Vancouver, Canada. And um, yeah, what can I say? I grew up in Ontario in a sort of middle class, somewhat conservative household. Uh, bless my parents. You know, went to school, very focused, got the grades. Always had love for art and theater and like. Um, I was never like put in very much sports for whatever reason. So I think that my outlet was in the arts and drawing, 
coloring, like making little comic strips or like anything that was like, yo, this is me. Um, but, but that never really was cool with my dad for like a career thing. So obviously when you're a teenager, like you get encouraged, okay, well, you got to get the grades and that's going to get you to college and that's going to get right. you to fucking whatever, like, you know, right. just go on down the line. <laughs> so I went down the line. Mind you, I took like I did next year of high school and I actually traveled for half a year after high school. Um, you went to Europe, you said. You went yeah, to Africa. I went to Africa and Europe actually, which was what awesome. Africa? Zimbabwe. Damn. Yeah, it was cool, man. Like that was that was a trip. That was the thing I learned from that, my travels then was there's like seven billion people in the world. They're all living their lives somehow. And it's and right. it's different. And it's and then to come back to where I grew up in Ontario and it's like this is how you're supposed to live. I'm like, yo, right. well like that's not how they live in fucking Zimbabwe, you know? Right. Like right. I get it. Totally <laughs> get it. I totally get it. And it yeah. works. Anyhow, so but then but this was all with the mindset of like, okay, but you're still gonna go back home and go to university and then because I thought that's what I had to do, that's what I did. So I went to university, studied neuroscience, uh, with the goal of being a brain surgeon. So, studied real hard in school, met a bunch of awesome people, actually got into medical school. I was accepted to medical school. Nice. But I turned, nice. Yeah. And that was cool for, like, talk about adversity, man. Like, it's not easy to get into med school. It's not easy to get grades. Anyone who has that as a goal, like, props to you for making it through that shit, because that's not easy. Like, that's... Right. No, that's I know it's not. Stuff. I know it's not. I know that. That's crazy. <laughs> but that's crazy the thing stuff. that happened... Yeah. But the thing that happened to me during that time was that... Um, I started maturing as like an independent person, you know, and I started meeting people because I did my schooling in Toronto and I grew up in Owen Sound, which is a smaller town outside of like, it's like three hours out of Toronto, pretty small town. Um, and then when I went to the city and started seeing people like live in life like this and like that, I'm like, whoa, like there's options, <laughs> you know? Right. And, if, and right. if you can focus and if you can step up, like if you can apply yourself, then you can do basically what you want to do. Right, agreed. So, so I started making a lot more artwork uh, in, in university. I was going through a bit of a crisis because I basically didn't want to be a doctor. And I was getting depressed because everyone in my life was being like, yo, you got to go be a doctor. I'm like, I don't want to. Right. Started making art. Right. right. And it's good that you decided that young. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I actually feel like I was late. <laughs> nah, some people, they live a whole lifetime. That's a facade. Like they'll live a whole life. It's funny, yeah. when I was, God, I was 17 years old working in a flower shop in Midtown Manhattan, and the, the lady behind the register, she was a college student, but I guess she took a lot of philosophy and stuff like that, but yeah. she would always make these really profound statements on the job, you know, but one time we went to register, and we were doing small talk, and she goes, you know that there there's a book about a guy that was waiting for a certain moment to come in his life, and he lived his whole life, and that moment never came. Yeah, and I never forgot that shit. I don't know how astute or scholarly you are, but there is a some story like that where this guy's waiting for this whole moment in his whole mm -hmm. life for this moment to come, and it never comes. And it kind of yeah. just blew me away because I was like, you know, people basically they waste their lives. Yeah, well, and and I think that a major thing that I've been learning and and that I have started to apply and, and remind myself of is you got to cultivate the space in your life to make your life happen. Like you got to give yourself room. You got to clean up your space. You got to clean up your environment. And if you don't have a clean space, you need to like 
go to church or something. Like go. Yeah, go no, no, to I some... agree with you. It's order. You need order. You need logos. You need order. You need, you need logos. Order. Which is and and, and not necessarily control though, because this is the thing: is that like like it was a big thing when I started painting. Be like, oh, what are you gonna paint? I'm like, yo, I don't know. But right. what I'm gonna imagine instead of imagining what I'm gonna paint, I'm gonna imagine creating a healthy space in which I can paint. And by the time I get to that space, by the time it's clean, by the time it's healthy, then I can paint something and it works. Right. Yeah, order. It's order. Basically what it is, it's order. It's like, that's what happens when a person lives an undisciplined life in that, see, you have a discipline, you're an artist. So you're able to focus your skills down to a really fine point where you're able to do stuff that most people can't do, right? Well, they, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't practiced they have, they haven't yeah, had the training. Everybody, I don't have that art in me. I just don't. And I know I don't. My my gift, honestly, and I've known it from a really young age, is talking. Okay, okay. I've been talking. I was shining shoes when I was, God, nine years old, man. On yeah. the street. Shining shoes. So I'm used to, <laughs> I'm used to talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Miguel, you tell me a little bit about yourself. I know that, obviously, this is your podcast. You're the host. But uh, I'd love to at least hear a little bit of, of what got you where you're at. All right, I'll do, I'll do a real quick um, synopsis. And I've said it, if people listen to this, you've heard this before. If not, I'll say it real quick. I grew up, I was born in 1959, so I'm technically right now I'm 60, just turned 60. So, But I feel young. I feel great, you know? Um, and I grew up in downtown Brooklyn, poor. My pops died when I was six, and my mom, you know, she had difficulties. She was not the healthiest person. She had issues with her health. So at six years old, you know, no dad, I had a, scrape and you know we want welfare and at the point in time that we had welfare it wasn't that you had these ebt cards these plastic cards actual soldiers came on on military trucks and you had a letter and the letter said you know 10 pounds of cheese so they give you two bricks blah 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 anyway i grew up like that um long story short man when computers hit right around 1987 or something i got the first computer that came out it was a microsoft i'm gonna jump right to that point because all i did was play basketball run around south brooklyn I stayed out of trouble for the most part. You know, I just was always into reading philosophy. I started reading philosophy when I was like 14, 15 years old. So computers came out right around 86 or something like that. I bought the first one that came out. was a Microsoft a clone, IBM XT. It didn't have a hard drive. It booted up with a five and a quarter floppy. And I got into programs like DBase and Clipper and stuff like that, which evolved into Access, which I'm still using right now. And that, honestly, I have two semesters of college in my background, but that what changed my whole life is my computer skills. And I'm Word. a decent programmer. I know SQL. Mm. I know, um, you know, ODBC. I'm, I'm a decent programmer, some basic. I do a lot of databases and validation and menu-driven, you know, like a lot of computerized stuff. I, I love my computer stuff. So that's basically, you know, I moved out to the suburbs of New Jersey where mm. I, I got a kid right now. He's 30 years old, and he's doing well, thank God. I've been married 35 years, and uh, I just plug away. I'm constantly working on projects and doing stuff. I've been into podcasting now about a year and a half. I'm mm. close to ninety. I'm close to ninety thousand downloads, which is not bad. Right. Um, it's challenging. I'll be honest with you sometimes because, like I said, I'm not talking about beer farts and stuff like that. I come out here and I try to bring substance to to, you know, that's worth your time to listen to. If you're going to take the time to listen, I might as well fill it with something of value. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I'm just here to work hard. I'm into all different kind of things. My 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 hobbies and stuff that I really like are computers. I'm big yeah, into yeah. that, and uh, and philosophy. Like lately, I've really been big into the philosophy. But I have to say, the love of my life lately has been podcasting. 
I, I just love it, man. It's great, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, that's how I found I think I found your podcast through Instagram searching. Interesting. I, I, I probably searched Alpha Male or something. I was on some And it popped trip. up. Yeah, wow. and I was like, all right, I'll check this out. So appreciate your philosophy. Appreciate uh, that you're putting that stuff out there because not a lot of people make philosophy cool, you know what I mean? Like, like that dialogue, they, they don't, it, it's like, it's applicable. You know, it's interesting you say that because there's times that I'll be looking for a podcast, and if I hear that podcast voice, I move on to the next podcast, and here's the voice. Well, today we, and I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear, I want to hear you talking. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of can relate to that in in the sense of um, finding something that you can connect with as far as what's going to edify you and then what's going to bring value to you to your day, you know, that you're going to take out to listen. So I totally agree with that, man. Yeah. Well, and so rolling with that, like I'm talking to a buddy. I was on a call earlier today with this guy. I call a buddy from high school um, and I like to call people. I like to pay it forward. I'm in a good mood. I've done my work. I want to pass the buck and, and see what's up with people in my life. How you doing? Just a simple shout out to see what's going on in these people's lives and sure. to lift people up and be like, you know what? Like you're capable and you're valuable and, 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 and cultivate that value. I right. think is is the main message is there's a lot of people who are sitting around lost, including myself some afternoons. Do you know what me I mean? Too. Just kind of like sometimes me know? too. <laughs> and the message is that you're you're valuable and there's a way to cultivate that. Agreed. Agreed. And adversity is a hell of a way to do it. Agreed. See, I'll tell you what it is when it comes to adversity, because I dwell on this topic so much, right? It's been it's been the driving force of my life, I must say, to be honest with you, when I really think about it right now. Realistically speaking, I mean, adversity has been the linchpin of my whole life. And what it is, it's the yin and yang of existence. It's like, how can you really laugh if you've never cried, right? So mm-hmm. how are you going to achieve real success? And I mean you achieving and not somebody handing it to you. But it's actually achieve success and do things if you don't have to go through some type of adversity. And it's both ends of the same thing. It's the duality that we're in, you know? Dude. And, and you know what the thing is, bro, is that the, it's the fear of failure. People won't do things because right. they're afraid of fucking losing right. or being judged or it not working. And they play this drama in their heads that they've already lost before they began. So right. they start doing these behaviors in advance of the whole thing that actually it's like they give themselves a handicap in advance so that when the time makes, comes yeah, for the thing to actually sense. go, I mean, you know? You know what I find? You know what I find, Adam, uh, Alan, that I find a lot of times is that they don't cult, like you said, cultivate. And you, you, the the word that you chose there frames it perfectly to cultivate. Like you said, your garden to do. You use the word cultivate, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like from a young age. Let's say I'm going to use the example because it's the only example I can give as a young man. You need to cultivate your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the world around you. And you do that by taking an active but not passive approach, actively seeking out the world. When my pop side, when I was six years old, it threw me into a loop because all the million questions I had, I used to ask him. And he would answer me to the best of his ability, you know. Mm-hmm. But after that, I had so many questions in my life. I would literally seek out the answers to all of these questions. So I would see a guy digging a hole in the street. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, we're digging a hole. Why? Because the pipe broke. Why did the pipe break? Because it's 100 years old. Why is it? And he, get out of here, kid. Right? But if you do that yeah. enough, it's going to accumulate on you. 
Yeah, so, and then eventually you kick in the door and you'd be like, yo. Right, <laughs> I remember when, yo. I start, when I started my business, hey? Like, so I, I did the artwork, started selling art, and I still sell art, like, through whatever, you know, like, Instagram or Facebook or, like, people I'd meet. But it, that's, he's like... Very, he's very successful. Check him out on Instagram. He's very good at what he does thanks. and his art. Well, and it's always growing because as soon as you become stagnant, you're, it's like you're done. Like, it, it's Correct. a state of mind. You know what Correct. I mean? It's a state of mind, and that's, and that's a daily task. Um, and, and, and it's amazing because it evolves. So last year, last Christmas, I started doing uh, window painting for Christmas. And that was the beginning of my commercial season, meaning that was the beginning of when I started doing business with other business owners. Which so was big. Prior to that, you didn't, you weren't, you weren't making money with the art prior to that. No, I was. Oh fuck, dude, I was making plenty of art, but I was like, yo, something, something's off, because I'm, I'm not trying to be like an artist to be some like whimsical dude. Like, I want to make a living. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta, I own a business, and my business is the arts. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. You understand that? So I'm gotcha. like, hey, and and it turns out that business owners, like successful business, whether you're selling coffee, shoes shining shoes or, or painting the successful business owners all have a very similar mindset there's a way to do it and they set goals you know they they, they are they're they're accountable like you can go through the list of of successful entrepreneurial mindsets but it's all that stay sharp and, and, totally. and sort of keep grinding thing totally, totally. <laughs> so i remember when i first started knocking on doors for my work like for the commercial work like i, I would knock on the first business and i'm kind of nervous and i'm like yo like oh i, I paint windows <laughs> like I want to paint your windows or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, right. You're gonna paint my windows. See you later." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." I go to the next door. Hey, I'm Alan. And as I go from door to door, I'm kind of rehearsing. I'm like, "Okay, that first door didn't you get work. Better, you get better and better. <laughs> Legit, yeah." And then after I'm like kicking in the door, I'm like, "Yo, I'm Alan and the window painter. Like I see your window." And they're like, "Oh, I, mean, I want you to paint my windows." You start making decisions and shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So that yeah. works. You're good at it. Yeah, it worked, and then and that becomes that becomes a, like a, a a skill in your sort of arsenal that you can apply, and that's right. the thing is that that skill they don't teach you that skill in school. Correct, and that skill will pay your bills. <laughs> that skill is what pays the bills, man. <laughs> that's it. Right, you're right. putting stuff out there, and that's the thing. I don't care if you're an artist. I don't care if you're a philosopher. I don't care if you're if what what you are. Like it's like if a tree falls in, in a forest and no one's around. If someone makes a beautiful piece of work but no one sees it, like it's basically worthless. At least in right. your lifetime, you know what I mean. And I was never trying to be some guy who's like before his time or not. I want to be like wealthy and healthy and awesome while I'm alive, man. And I'm gonna do it with my work. Right. Agreed. No, your outlook, your outlook is really positive, man. Which is one of the reasons it's good to exchange. Uh, conversation with you because you you have a very positive outlook you see the world as it is you you're an old soul you know like because i noticed that when you talk to a person right away you could you, you could get an idea of the depth that they have as far as their life experience and some of it might have to do with their age but sometimes it's not and for your age and everything like that you you you're an old soul. Like you have some knowledge of different things like that. Even when we have conversations, the things that you've mentioned from my podcast and, and different things, I can hear it. It's like your 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 uh, light is turned on, man. You know, you you're on. Yeah. You know, you're engaged. Like where a lot of people are not. Um, yeah. So yeah, adversity, man. That's the topic. And 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 what I found, you know, the the actual title of the show was 
to make adversity your friend. See how you can relate to that. Obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way, right? That's it. The obstacle is the way. Yeah, that's it, man. Fucking is, dude. It's and it's so like freaking. That's a. a, Is that Aristotle? I think. I don't know, man. No, no, no. It's Marcus Aurelius. That's true. Yeah, Marcus. He probably heard it from Aristotle. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. Like people, people like they just shy away from. um, To me, if you're going to shy away from adversity, you're shying away from growth. So it's the same thing, just a different polarity. And iron sharpens iron, and this is what I mean, like. I want to give you like a very recent story in my life, <laughs> uh, and I've been blogging, oh, a, by the way. Hey, a, I've been recording. That's a reggae song, you know, right? Or Iron Shop and Zion, Um, that's an old reggae song, and it's a really good one, by the way. But go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but my point is this: like, if somebody dares you to do something, and you're with your buddy, no matter how extreme it is, that like, you're like, okay, fuck, well, like, I'm committed, I'm gonna do this. But right. if you're alone, like, you're you're probably gonna like likely gonna do some midget version of it because no one's around to see it <laughs> you know what i mean right. like when 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 you're on when you're being grilled like you're gonna perform so <laughs> i connected with this guy locally here uh who's who's training he's an intense dude i've been going to the gym lots i met him at a yoga studio and just noticed his practice i'm like this guy is an animal uh and I actually asked him straight up when i met him like if he was in martial arts and he said yeah <laughs> um so we went to the gym I go work out. I, I do like CrossFit style exercise, uh, pretty intense stuff. That's a whole world in itself, which I love to go into. Um, but the key here, being, that CrossFit's crazy shit. And the, the key being, uh, the, the key here is physical, physical exercises to put your body through tests to sharpen your mind. Um, cause if the body's not going to lie. Like if you're going to climb a mountain, like in your underpants, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be pretty clear, clear headed. No, yeah. Because it's a, it's discipline. It's discipline. And then you apply that discipline to whatever your mental practice is in your life, your relationships, and it works. But if you don't have that, I think that, I think, I really feel like that physical practice is uh, crucial. So crucial. I'm going to agree with you too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just common sense really when you, well, I don't know if it's common sense, but it, it makes sense. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. So the other day I say to buddy, uh, let's go for a swim in the water. Now this is December, right? And the water I'm, I'm talking about at the beach, like it's, it's the ocean and it's pretty cold. <laughs> but in the summertime, I used to go down to the beach every single day, practice my strokes, like get in, get in the ocean's an exciting place all on its own. In um, the cold weather you would go to? Yeah, man. Out in the cold water. Nah, I don't like the cold. <laughs> I can't hey, but the cold get this. Like I want to show, cause this is adversity. Like this is some recent adversity that I just want to yeah, put that's out. That's not a Wim Hof. That's Wim Hof type shit. Totally Wim Hof, and Wim Hof is a big inspiration. The Iceman, this guy's this guy's lit. You know, I know for real, bro. With the breathing, I learned a couple of things. The thing I learned with him is really the importance of the breath, man. Yeah, the breath and 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 the cold, the cold too, man. Right, both. Cold, with him, it's, it's both. Merciless. It's merciless. So so basically, I say to Buddy, like, let's go swim out to the pier, and he's like, all right, I'm in. So that's the dare, that's the challenge, right? Uh, so we go down to the water the next morning. It's like, whatever, seven, do a bit of a run and like, and then get this too. I committed to swimming out to the pier. So the night before I'm like, this is insane, but I'm doing it. So like, I'm prepping my life. Like I'm not spending my, my night, like doing just whatever. Like my night is sharpening my life and my, like I'm getting, I'm getting you're, you're engaged. You're engaged. Right. 
next morning i wake up it's like five in the morning contact buddy he's like you in i'm like i'm in we go down to the pier <laughs> go for the run and then we get out in the water and start swimming it like i jump in the water and this swim is like mm, 150 to 200 meters to get to where the pier is like to get to the dock at the pier right <laughs> people in this town like they go walk along a boardwalk and then they walk out on the pier you know like on the the wood or whatever they walk out on the platform they say oh what a beautiful morning they go back with their coffees and their sweatshirts and have a good day or people go for and you're ready to jump and you're ready to jump in well we're so we go from the shore to swim in the length of the pier sort of alongside the pier because i did that in the summertime and like dude swimming amazing exercise yeah i'm a good swimmer i just i don't like the cold water (laughs) well so this is what happens so we jump in and I'm like, oh, like, start swimming. Like, yeah, this is fresh. This is cool. And, and I'm going to warm up to it. And it's going to be great because once you start swimming, you get warm. And it, you know how it is. Like, even in the summertime, you jump in the water and it's cold at first and you get used to it, right? Right. Correct. Hey, didn't get used to it. <laughs> I start swimming. It's like a quarter of the way through. I'm like, yo, this is, this is cold, man. Like, I can't breathe. Like, and, right. and, man, I'm like, this is like, I'm like, when's the, when's the, and it didn't come, and I, but I keep swimming, right? And the seals are out, and my buddy's ahead of me. He's doing a good forward stroke, and he, he's up there with the seals, like, just he's doing it. And I'm like, okay, well, like, in my head, I'm, like, slow and steady because that's what I did in the summertime. But if you go too slow, the blood's not pumping. You get cold. Right, agreed. Yeah, I, I haven't done it, but it makes sense. By halfway through this swim, my arms were numb, literally numb. They felt like You're two wooden You fast enough. You were not circulating your blood fast enough and i'm thinking in my head like yo like this now i got like danger zones happening so now i'm like this is like i'm out here like i'm tired i can't breathe and i'm fucking freezing (laughs) and i still got like a distance left and then this is where all your doubts all your whatever's all your like unconscious like bullshit thoughts right a bottleneck shadow your shadow shit yeah, but the, it, so I had a choice, like like succumb to the shadow and basically drown, <laughs> and that's that just wasn't like that that was that wasn't the ticket for me. I literally said a prayer in my heart. I'm like like God, like like show me, like give me the focus, give me the clarity, like I need this because I need to make now, it. Like, I need it now. I need it right now. And then it's like tune in, start pumping it. Arms warmed up, got there three quarters in. Like don't get me wrong, I'm tired, but I'm like okay, I'm making it, you know get out to the pier and fucking made the swim. Got back. I'm literally convulsing because it's freezing cold. But, but what I'm getting at is that that challenge, that dare that we went through, dude, the rest of my day, I was like walking on sunshine. Cause I'm like, cause the thing is that swim, that swim was possible from the very beginning. And the swim became even more possible once I let go of all my bullshit thoughts, which took halfway through the swim. But if I started the swim with that attitude, I'd have been like, my buddy swam out to the pier and back. <laughs> Fucking crazy. That's powerful. that's powerful. You feel me on that? Yeah, that's powerful. So yeah. now this morning I go out to the pier. My buddy, he wasn't able to make it. And I, it, was, it was a bit dramatic that day for, for my daily routine. But like I go to the gym every day and I know that like activity is better than none. So I go last night, I'm still like, okay, like I'm going to go in the water this morning, wake up this morning, go down to the beach. And I'm like, I'm going to do a more mild version of it. And I started from the shore and I time myself. I'm like, okay, even if I can stay in the water for like a minute and only do four, like I want to go in the water for a minute. I'm not going to swim to the pier, but I want to go in the water for a minute. And I want to do heavy 
like forward stroke swimming and I don't want to be cold. I'm going to keep swimming and like, I'm going to get my blood pump and I'm just going to make it a good swim. Did that for a minute, got out of the water, like walked back to shore, like shallow water stuff. Like I started decreasing the ante a little bit, but that I can do that daily. I can do that tomorrow and I can start building up my strength. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so the point there is the discipline Like you don't have to bite the whole thing off at once. Like, but I think that like focusing on in, in my business, it's a big thing too, where like sometimes I'm like, Oh, I want to do these huge projects. Like whether it's a mural or it's like a big idea that a client has, I'm like, yeah, I want to jump right in. And, and I, and I do. Um, but it, it often puts me in a, in a, in a crisis zone. And I'm learning now, uh, especially in the gym practice, focusing on the, the little victories. And I think that like, if you can focus on like, okay, what do I got to do in my day and not be like, it's massive. And then you get so anxious, you don't do anything and you, you just fail before you start. You, know, you can-, can I just tell you one thing, Alan, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm hearing it right now. And it's just coming through to me. You're a very high energy guy. I am also a very high energy guy. And I'll tell you something. Most people are not at the high energy level that we're both at. Do you agree with that? Yes. We're both high energy. I'm hearing it now as you're talking, because I kind of hear myself echoing in that you're, you're high energy. So what happens is people, how can I explain it? There's people that wish they could be that way, and they're taking medications, and they're doing all kind of stuff and everything like that. But you push yourself. You're that eight, to, like it. You know who's like that? Two at professional athletes. Yeah, man. I call the, I think that's called an A type. Like you're out for it, for the gusto, like for whatever the fuck yeah, you're man. gonna do. But you but, go out for it. But yeah. I, I hear that in you. But we're different. You have to understand that we're different than a lot of people, and a lot of people are gonna call you crazy, and they're gonna be like, "Why do you do that?" and everything like that. But yeah. that extreme of being in the cold water is the same extreme that you would use to start a business or to attain some kind of level of education. It's all the, it comes from the same place. The determination. Yeah, you're, you're diving in. Yeah, from the determination and the resilience that you have to get something done that you know you need to get done and you just get it done. So yeah. it all comes from the same exact place. And, and the more you expand upon that in different arenas and different disciplines, um, the better. And, and, and the younger you start that, the better. Yes, okay. and but Just, and I want to touch on something really important though. Go, go is that like I'm blessed, man. I'm fortunate in so many ways. God bless my parents and my circumstance. You know, like like I got it good, um, and it's getting better. But it's getting better only because that's the direction that I look, and I never accept people's excuses that they make up in their minds about whether they can do such. You might not be like me in terms of like our, our like you know look at my resume. But the attitude, it's like the same spirit runs through all things. You know Correct. what I mean? So like even, you know what, actually a major book that got me into neuroscience was this book called The Brain That Changes Itself by this guy, Norman Deutsch. <laughs> and it was all about this concept of neuroplasticity. And, and he went through these, uh, these studies of people who had like traumatic brain injury, like whether it's a stroke or getting shot in the head and, and surviving, like, but like massive, massive lesions in their brains. And then he followed their recoveries. And, and basically what it came down to was that these people, like this one guy's dad had a major stroke. Every day they went out of the backyard because he lost his ability to walk. And he right. started on his hands and knees like a baby. And every day they had an exercise routine where he'd crawl around like a baby. You know what happened? Wow. He learned to walk. Right. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> right. Have, right? You ever heard of like, Bruce, have you heard of Bruce Lipton? Epigenetics? Uh, 
Uh, not, no, not really, no. All right, similar epigenetics, the same thing, neuroplasticity, just the ability to, to evolve and to take tremendous steps ahead, positive thinking. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> so, so, and the thing is that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And it's always different layers. Like, when I think about a guy like Wim Hof, I imagine that, like, I don't know who he is, I don't know how he started, but, like, I imagine this guy was just a guy. You know, like, because he, he... He was. He was like, just a dude. He was a some, father of three, I think. He was a father of three, I think. But he... Something happened through these events. Like, he must have been tuned in somewhat. Well, we're all tuned in because we're all part of creation. And I truly believe that. That we're... If you're, if you're alive, you're winning. Like, you're in and you, you got a shot. Correct. <laughs> so... But it's like, I, I imagine it's like spheres of consciousness. And if you're one of those guys that's sitting around and like you're working some job that is, you know, only okay. And you're taking these medications and, you're, and your physical exercise is kind of blah. Okay, well, like I said, like you don't got to swim out to the pier on the first shot, but jump in that cold water in your life. So like, what can you do in your life? What's that little thing that you can do that's going to be better for you today? And make that a part of your routine. Oh, look, okay, I'm getting a bit better. And you can shed off that 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 sludge layer, and then and then it's like now you're laying down the foundations for this this life that you're living. And then and you do that, you do that over and over. You keep on applying that that situation, and then Correct. you become like this. Then you become like the Wim Hof of your life. And I feel Correct. like everybody has their own their own like light that they shine. And I really love seeing people like becoming themselves because we're all so different but people like i love seeing a person when they're so them you know what i mean like they're different from me but they're like totally doing what they do correct yeah that, that's the beauty of life is is being conscious and aware of these different manifestations of nature of who we are and how we're integrating with everything that we're dealing with too i mean it's because you're very observant and aware like a lot of people their awareness is very dim and they don't notice as much as you do. Right. Does that make sense? But it's relative. Correct. Like, if you went to this guy like Wim Hof or Bruce Lee or whatever, like, if I went to one of these guys, they'd look at me and be like, you're a dim. <laughs> or they probably wouldn't say that because they're probably, like, pretty positive people. I'd imagine that they, they got they, there. You know no, they, might, they, they might. But see, my whole thing with that, honestly, and you're saying that, like, oh, well, you might go to Wim Hof or Bruce Lee and he's going to say you're dim. He might. But here's the thing. I don't predicate anything on myself Outside of myself, in other words, because somebody else says doesn't approve of me, doesn't affect me at all. And the only effect it might have on me is for me to improve myself. Right. And, and what I mean it's, only in I, saying that is that, like, how bright or dim you are is relative to who, like, to who. You know what I mean? Like, the sun that, that shines in our sky is dim compared to some other stars. But it's the closest one right. we got. That is very, 100%. Right. It's, all it's all relativism. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know what it is? It's like a lot of people, they don't even, I like just thinking. Like, I'm the type that before, when I lay my head down a lot of times to go to sleep, I'm what I call assimilating different things that I've read and listened to and researched. I assimilate it for like an hour, sometimes 90 minutes before I go to sleep, and I kind of sort through all of these things. But I really enjoy the process of thinking and, and mm. critical thinking and logic and, 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 
and the activity of engaging the brain. You know, a lot of people, they want to get away from that. They want to get into some, they want to mechanize their thinking. So they play digital games, you know, uh, so some yeah, of those games are sophisticated. Some games are sophisticated where you got to think, but a lot of times sure. they'll just, you know, they just don't escapism. Exactly. They're escaping as opposed to really learning true stuff. You know? Yeah. That's going like, to elevate lately, their life. What, to me, lately, what's really been speaking to me a lot, two things. One is that a lot of people in the community, as far as um, 9-11 and truth and reality and vaccines, you end up getting depressed, man. So I say mm -hmm. to myself, yes, all of those things are true. But at the same time, you have to enhance the self, realize the self, grow, laugh, you know, integrate you know interview people and you know talk and do a do all of the engage with all of these different things and it's it's so important that we keep an eye on that because if not you'll just sit here you know with your uh what are they freeze-dried food and waiting you know waiting for the bombs to drop that's no right way. yeah no and, and a, a major shift that happened i think also because i was like pretty big atheist eh? when i was like i was raised catholic and then i was like yo like this is whack um, cause I'm just doing what I'm told and, and like, I have my own worldview. So I kind of rebounded and I was like, okay, science has all these answers which it does have a lot of awesome answers. <laughs> um, but I was like, like flipping the bird to anyone who had the word God in their mouth. I was like, I'm not down with that. Um, right. which and I thought like a lot of people sure, like it, that. Yeah. And, and my point isn't so much like the, the, the God, no God thing. My point, like, so what I thought was that like in my, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> or like some some scientist or whatever and my thought was that by it was like i could come up with some achievement like some invention or some like i was like i'm gonna help the world by accomplishing some task which is gonna like objectively make the world better um so i was focusing on like the world outside of myself i wasn't focused i wasn't doing the work in me i was like if i know a lot about like subject a or b um, i'm helping the world but I was I was depressed in my heart. Like if you hung out with me, then you you didn't want to hang out with me because I was basically depressed. Okay. So I met somebody and, and it was a girl I was seeing. And she's like, "You're not changing shit." Like she's like, "You gotta change anything. You gotta find it in your heart. You gotta work on your heart because that's what that's that's where you radiate. Like that that's it starts in your heart and it works outwards, man. And 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 whatever that that vibe that you have, that's what you're putting into the world every fucking moment. Right, correct. Javi was talking about the same thing about the heart. You know, it's interesting that you both illustrated in that way, but it's it's so true, the heart. And it's a balance. Because then I look at my buddy who, like I said, I, I swam out with my friend, right, when I went to the pier. Right. And this guy's an animal, but he's like a, he's like a wild, like needs stability animal. And, he, and he's going through his own sort of, uh, recovery in his life from from some things and actually uh in my own life i left school and when i left school i left structure and i left my i left everything like i i left the province like i got away from all these pressures um because i sort of went to reinvent my life but one thing that i recognized when i left university was i was leaving that that structure that i had had for a long time um and 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 i that, that put me pretty far out man like through homelessness through like starving through like like some pretty dark places because i wasn't smart in in a practical way like i hadn't developed 
the smarts that are necessary to cultivate an independent uh, lifestyle. Okay. All, all right. So, like, even if you have, like, having the, if you want to get in as the balance between having the heart and the passion to do what you do. Uh, and then, like, as an artist, I'd say someone like Van Gogh is maybe like that. Like, Van Gogh obviously loved the work that he was doing, but I never admired Van Gogh um, because he was a tragic person. Like, he didn't seem like he was shooting in the in the right direction or something, you know? In, in my, yeah, that's, in my that, he was a little, little kooky. Yeah. Or even even someone like Kurt Cobain, man. Like I, I'm always careful of who are my role models because if there's some tragic person that claims, you know, I was misunderstood or whatever and, and dies, like I, I believe like you get what you're looking for, you know what I mean? And 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 if you're if you're role modeling yourself after people who are like misunderstood or whatever, my role models are people who are connecting, who are making an effort, you know what I mean? Like like and, and that's that's the that's that's me, anyhow. You know, and there's value in that. And that's where I found my value. That's where I found my footing. That's where I found my strength. <laughs> and I think that athletes are, athletes are an awesome model of that generally. Because they have they the, have be, the but heart. They could also, but they could also mislead you too. Sure. Okay. okay. Equally, like equal, you know what I mean? Like yin and yang. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. because I'm coming from the academics, which is like pretty mental outset, like I'm sort of like leaning towards like almost more like the heart physical part. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, look, struggle is struggle, whether it's breathing or practicing Wim Hof or swimming in five degree, not five degree, but like that 30 degree water, whatever, it, whatever their form the adversity takes. If you engage with it, it's going to benefit you because you're engaging with that, which is difficult. That which is difficult causes growth. Whether you're tangibly making a profit out of it or whatever the case might be, you're engaging with that struggle and it's going to benefit you as an individual. And that's what a lot of younger people today are not understanding is they need to be able to have that engagement. Hold on a second. I'm moving some shit. Uh, that engagement with the struggle to, to, to grow. And people just don't get it. You know what I mean? Some, some do. A lot don't. Yeah, well, you kind of had to break out, right? Like, Absolutely. I, like the unconscious program is go to school, get a job, get married, kids, like retire, die. You know, like that's right. that's like the and textbook. Rinse, rinse, wash, and repeat. Yeah, um, and and it and we and the thing is that it's kind of sad, man. Like we go to school, and that's basically what what we're taught, like actively taught in school. And furthermore, like if you're if you're kind of a rebel, if you if you feel like an outcast in that environment, um, you're you might feel like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I so different? And and if you're listening and you feel that that way and you're one of those guys, like you're you're okay. Like like it is the way. Like like leaving that 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 program, that's the beginning of your life. Okay. Here here's what I'm gonna interject though. It's true. That the struggling, the adversity, and all that is good though too. But I'm a real firm believer, and I think this kind of makes me different than a lot of people that I know. But I try to address everything from multiple lenses or disciplines, like in, and integrating all of them simultaneously, you know, so that the yeah you're taking the struggle, but at the same time you're focusing that that attention to a fine point to get you to where you need to get to without wasting. 
yeah, you're putting a lot of effort, but you're putting a lot of effort to hit the target, the bullseye, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, sure. and the way you achieve that is through really just thinking and focusing and reading, like not a direct path of learning in that I'm studying how to fix an engine, but just enriching my whole life so that I'm prepared for that day when I have to fix it. You know, that well, I learned and, all of the other steps so I can arrive yeah. there. But but also, like, a, a major, major one is to go out and make the connections. Like, if you're interested in piping and you're six, then talk to the guy in the street who's doing the piping. Or if you want to be a mechanic, what? like, what? knock on the door. You know what I did when I first left university? I knocked on the door of an auto shop and I started sweeping the guy's floors. I said, this is useful. Like, you can pay me what you want. I just want to be around you guys because you guys seem to know what's useful. You know, there that was my university degree. I was, I was, I couldn't even change oil in a car. And I was beside some guy who was like this immigrant, you know, like, well, like whatever. I mean, like I was be beside this guy who was relatively low education. Right. <laughs> Working on cars. Don't, don't, don't get me caught up on, on, on. It, it, there's a lot of under the table stuff going on in this place that I was at. And what I'm getting at is this, that I was humbled because I was with people who had some hard situations, but they learned how to work. Right. Right. No, that's the important thing is to, is, is, you know, it's to stay as aware as possible in the sense of like, do you read, have you been like reading philosophy or not too much? Or, I know you like the stoicism you said, right? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I read scripture. That's sort of like my version of philosophy. Oh, you're reading, you're reading, I, the, you're reading the Bible now? And the Quran, dude. I'm reading the, I've, I've read the Bible cover to cover. Um, but I'm actually started reading the Quran as well. Yeah, I read, I read some of the Quran. Not a lot. I read some of it. Interesting. All right, cool. But it's also, like, the point is networks and communities. And what I mean, like, even going back to the school thing about leaving school, I don't mean just like, okay, I'm going to fuck off. I mean, like, if there's someone that, that – you think is like a positive role model in your life say hello or if you want to do something like create relationships like become part of communities because what i've learned now in my work in my business is that my business is only as strong as the community that i'm in correct you know and it's constantly like it's like a garden man like you got to go back and you got to be able to add things to it you got to be able to clean it up sometimes you got to uproot something or plant something new you know but it, it's between people yeah, it definitely takes work, it takes attention, it takes focus, it takes energy, you know, I mean, it takes commitment, all of these different things. So the what I have found in my life, as long as I know that that effort is all going towards something, whether it be just being a better basketball player, a better painter, whatever the story might be, as long as it's going towards that goal, I'm doing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. And it, yeah, it's it's like, I don't know, that's why I put out my last two episodes of why I did Good and Evil and and uh resistance you know adverse mm -hmm. because it, these are topics that really um are not covered everybody gets a trophy you know everybody wins yeah, a championship sure. you know that whole you can't you know i remember i think they outlawed dodgeball didn't they outlaw dodgeball really yeah i think they did while i was it violent man that was the <laughs> shit that, i love dodgeball you know, I, know I wasn't the cool. best but i used to have fun. british bulldog huh you ever play British Bulldog? I've heard of it. I, what is that again? It I've just gets rough really quick. <laughs> I've heard of it. What is it? Explain it. Not yeah, yeah I, I think it was this game where it's like uh, basically like everyone lines up on the one side of the yard, right? 
Right. And they got to run from one side of the yard to the other side of the yard. But there's a guy standing in the middle of the yard that's the British Bulldog. And then he yells British Bulldog. Everyone's got to run from one side to the other. And the guy in the middle, I know if he it by takes different you. Name. I know it by a different okay. name, yeah. What what's it, what do you know it by? Well, maybe it was British Bulldog. But I remember a game like that. I remember Hot Peas and Butter, Ringo Libio kicked the can. Yeah. You know, all them, you know, all the Skelzies. I could take fun you back. Things. Skel- huh? Yeah, the fun stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, old, yeah, those old games. But it's, in, you know, it's so important. I mean, to me, I'm a person of the mind, man. I always, if it involves anything for it to get my attention, I got to sit and think about it, ponder it, read it, research it. Mm. See what's happening on YouTube, how they're taking all these channels down? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, a lot of people that are talking about political stuff and stuff like that, they're getting, uh, taken down man i mean it's it kind of sucks because that's where i get a lot of my news and my information and when i do research i hop on youtube and it's getting harder and harder to um i sound like a commercial now but it's getting harder and harder to get at the truth because they're really censoring everybody these days they're dropping channels and uh it's sad man it's really sad because i really used to enjoy youtube and it's it's becoming thin pickings there they're dropping all the channels yeah yeah it sucks yeah, now, yeah. So I'm curious, like, what's your engagement like? Like, I know you you hooked up with um, Javi. Is it Javi? Javi? Javier. Javier. Yeah. Uh, you hooked up with him. Like, what's your like? What's your like online community like? As someone who's sort of involved in podcasts, YouTube. Like, what's been you your? Know, experience oddly enough, it's it's not a very exciting thing. I mean, I I put my show up once a week. I probably get about four or five emails a week um emails that is and then i might get two or three instagrams or whatever so i get it i get feedback you know people telling me what they think or like that um and i'm left like doing the second show i've gotten a couple of offers for people they want to do advertising on my show but i don't want to take advertisers i don't want to put a patron i don't want to do that stuff i just want to put a show out i probably get as much out putting you know back to myself i get out of it as i do as people listening to me and I get some really positive emails of people that, you know, they say, it's funny, but they'll say a lot of times they'll hear me say something and it's the first time they've heard that or how, um, the way I think about stuff. They like the way I think about stuff. I get a lot of yeah. good feedback on that. Yeah. Well, and, and your choice, like your topic choice is, uh, is appealing. Yeah. I try to cover a lot of different things, man. I really do. Because um, it's stuff that people need to know about vaccines mm. and, and, you know, the Federal Reserve Bank and on and on and on, man. It's true. I cover a lot of different things, a lot of different mm. topics. You and know, tying it into ancient philosophies, so far as I can tell. I try to. You know what's funny, though? Uh, um, what I see a lot of times, I'll see four guys that get together and they do a podcast about beer drinking and football. There's okay. five million podcasts like that, dude. I mean, what are you giving me? You know, and then in two weeks, it's not going to make sense because it was the it was the Eagles versus whatever. And that moment's yeah. gone. So I try to do stuff that, um, you know, you can reach back into the archives and there's going to be something that there for you. You know what I mean? Different topics that will kind okay. of, speak, you know. Yeah. In, in that sense, you kind of feel like uh, almost like a philosophy professor. I try. I mean, I try in the sense of just bringing stuff that I know, bringing it out so that it could speak to somebody else. And if. If I hit you with enough different things, enough different episodes, some of them are going to stick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I try for. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 
Yeah, so you said you were thinking about doing a podcast, or you were playing the guitar. What's going on? Well, with this, for me, it's all about like cross media um, work, like in the whole idea of networking. Like as an artist, I never really uh, like there's other artists that I know and I like, but like I we give each other space basically. Like I don't, okay. we don't. There's not enough room in this town for the two of us, kind of thing. Right, you know? got it. <laughs> it's not against you or, or whatever. Like you okay? guys think like you. Well, just like I don't like people that I learn from that are on my team are uh, like one of them owns a coffee shop and one of them owns a, a mechanic shop and one of them is a podcaster. You know what I mean? Like we all wow. have our different things about us. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and 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 through our differences, it's like Voltron, man. It's like you know what I mean? Like like one guy's the arm, one guy's the leg. Like, right. I like and then that. I like that for this, you know what I mean? I like that. <laughs> Um, you know so, it's like it's like you have two people working together person a and person b but when you put person a and person b together they really equal more than two does that yes. make sense right uh, dude I, I live that <laughs> that's yeah. it and this is what i'm leaning towards like thank you by the way for having me on this podcast no please, um, thank you for coming on thank you for coming well on. it gives me an opportunity to 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 share like like I share my story through whatever, through Instagramming or Facebooking or people that I meet. But for me, podcast, like being on a podcast is a relatively new uh, medium. It's very intimate. And, it's very intimate. It's, you get right mm -hmm. in and you talk about what you got to say. That's what I love about and, it. Well, and I found that by doing, by, by going into new mediums, like whether it's like now I'm doing podcasts or now I'm painting Christmas windows or now... Like, you know, I started up at the gym by meeting people, by going into environments that are like unfamiliar environments. I'll right. go into a, a space that's new to me. Like, I don't, I don't know YouTube. I don't know doing YouTube videos or I don't know like doing a website so much. But if I go into that world where it's fresh and it's new, I usually end up meeting someone in that world who's like me. And, and that helps you learn. Well, and then, but, but in our, our differences, when we join up, it's like what we've just said. Then there's this greater value because now this guy who's been doing websites, but he's kind of stale. It's like, right. oh, cool. Here's this fresh dude. You know what right. I mean? And me, like right. maybe I get stale in my artwork, but now I started doing podcasts and I'm like, oh, sick. You know, right. but there has right. to be that sort of that exchange. Spark. That spark. Yeah. No, no, absolutely, man. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know if you started following me or if you made a comment on my podcast, but I one day I looked at your art. I spent, I don't know, 15 minutes. I was looking at all your stuff, flipping, flipping, flipping. And 15 minutes is a lot of time these days. You know that. Yeah, flipping, yeah. flipping, flipping. And I ended up liking a lot of uh, your paintings and stuff like that because you, you have a lot of talent, you know? Thanks, you man. Artistic talent. So, and then little by little, I think we started communicating more on that level. Like, I'm, I want to, um, how can I explain this? It, it It's funny how friendships develop on Instagram and in that, you know, you're an artist and you paint and I do podcasting and you just think hobbies, a fighter and him and I are friends, but I see you and him talk or whatever. It's great. I think it's just such a, I don't know, man. It's such an organic thing where people can just these days, I'm going to do it in my, you know, in my own, not in my mother's basement, in my own basement, literally. And I'm <laughs> podcasting. I'm recording on Skype, which is free, which you're telling me I might have to pay for at some point. Yeah, but it's just the crazy time that we're living in right now that you can go and have all of these experiences, man, you know? Yeah. And uh, I want to say one thing. Your artwork is really, really good. Uh, you have some good talent. I'm repeating myself here, but it's the truth. 
and uh, you have value, you know, to serve, uh, to offer. You know, you have a lot of talent, but stay on it. Don't don't think that you know you've reached the point or whatever. You got to stay on top of that and stay on top of it and just add to your game and add to your toolbox, man, of different things that you don't know. You know, like yeah, and I highly recommend everybody do that too. Like you just grow your passion for things, grow on what you do, what you're learning, learning how to learn and all that. You know, if you listen to podcasts, you know what I'm saying. Right. Do, do. That's the best way I can like, say is just do like, stuff. You know, I found when I like when I was making my artwork, right? Like before the commercial stuff or before doing commissions, like I was like, okay, I'm making like shit tons of art and I'm developing a style um you know and and even developing a bit of a, of an ego being like yeah it's my shit you know but right. when i started doing work for people like whether it was a commission like you know drawing a dog or like christmas windows or whatever um i started making art for people and it was like now i'm providing a service now it's not about what i want it's about what does this person want from me and what i need to focus on is the quality of of the work Rather than the right, because there's money involved. They're they're a customer. Yeah, and, and there's money, and there's also like it's the gesture, right? Like, right. like sure, like yeah, the money is definitely a thing, but it's, I don't always do a job for money. You know what I mean? Like if someone asks me to cut their grass or whatever, like I don't know, <laughs> not that that's something that I do often. But if someone asks you to do something a certain way, you do it that way, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if yeah, if 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 you have that friendship with the person, sure. Yeah, or or if there's money, <laughs> right. Right, but but my point is this: that um, to learn how to listen to people, and to learn how to put what what we want aside in that situation, and to learn how to be like, okay, this is what this person is trying to express to me. Right, right. And, and how can I how can I be of how can I be of service to this person? Because if you can learn how to be of service to people, then you can learn how to add value to people's lives. And if you right. can learn how Bingo. to add value to somebody's life. All of a Bingo. sudden, you're a valuable person to be around. Bingo. Yep. Right? Be right, because you're a doer. You're a person that takes charge of different, you know, you, you handle your life. You, you, you handle your life. The worst thing for me is, and especially to, it's when it's a dude like a guy, it's like his toilet gets clogged or some shit happens and he's like, oh, he's got to call a plumber. Really? You got to call a plumber? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, do it. You know, I'm not saying mess with the electrical or anything like that. Just look but at it. some basic stuff, man. Go get in there and do it. Yeah, man. But you know that is it is what it is, man. It's like that whole challenge thing. It comes back to that same challenge thing where a person they don't want to face up to a challenge. They want the easy way out. You know. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we're getting close to an hour. This is fifty-seven <laughs> minutes. Uh, you okay. definitely got to come back. You have to come back on. Javi has to come back on. You know what? I might even do bring you and Javi back on. The three Great, of us. Man. I'd love to, you know, because yeah, because he he's my people and you're my people and yeah, so I'm Ooh, gonna man. I'm gonna let it go right here. Do me a do Yo, me. A favor. I want to do I want to say one thing by the way. If you want to check out my stuff, uh, check out my Instagram. Uh, do you do it in the description of the video? I'm gonna put a link, but go ahead and talk. Go ahead. Okay, well, because I got my Instagram, check that out. You got my info on there, and then there's also my website. Uh, I do got one say rolling. The name, so you you got to say the, you got to say your Instagram name, your email, all that. My shit. Instagram, my Instagram's Tertona, which is my name's Alan Turton. So my website's Alan Turton. Instagram is Tertona. That's Turton A. It's basically just my name. And if you want to learn how to spell that, look in the description. But if you want to, if you want to reach out, say hello, whatever you want to say, just connect. Please do. I'd love to hear from you. Whatever you got to say, bless up. Uh, and if you want to check out my stuff, go ahead and check it out. It's all there for you to see. So. Thanks again for having me on the show. 
Great artwork. Yeah, no, it's, it's thank you for coming on. Um, I definitely want to try to hook up that show. I know it sounds crazy, but it would be a great show with um, Javi, myself, and yourself. That would be that would be great. You know, like just Instagram friends and shit, making a podcast because that's what friends are. Yeah. So listen, yeah, man. Uh, Alan, I want to thank you a lot for your time for coming on. It's been a thank great you. experience. I had hold on. I'm recording now, so let me just see something here. Here's why I mess everything up. Okay, let me go back in here. I'll, I'll edit this out. Stop Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts if you go to my website alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com you can see the promotional t-shirts there reach out to me also if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast just reach out and see if I can get that done I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners which is great so I want to thank you for listening and namaste